0: Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. I met my guest today at an event called Summoned Substance. Summoned Substance is where regular people tell their story about pursuing work that they deeply care about. One of the speakers caught my attention even before he spoke a single word. His title, Chief Wisdom Officer. Of course it caught my attention. It was when I heard his story full of passion, integrity, and really genuine kindness that I knew I wanted to share him with you. Listen in. Hi, I'm Laurie Seymour, host of Wisdom Talk Radio and founder of The Baca Journey, fast-track technology for your co-creative power. For visionaries, innovators, company founders, and product designers, optimize your ability to create more in less time and enjoy every minute. Dave Herman is the Chief Wisdom Officer for the DaVita Enterprise. For those of you who don't know, DaVita is a healthcare company, particularly focused on kidney care. In this role, Dave oversees the wisdom team, which is responsible for all cultural elements, as well as organizational and leadership development. Dave has been expanding his capabilities in leadership positions in the realm of human performance development, personal, professional, and career coaching, as well as organizational development for over 25 years. Dave is known for and has won several awards for his work in design, development, delivery, and evaluation of performance improvement strategies for Fortune 500 companies, and has a tr- proven track record in leadership development, mentoring, coaching, and speaking to leaders and teams. Welcome, Dave. I am so excited to be here. And we actually get to sit across from each other, which doesn't happen to me very often. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So we already have had at least one conversation that I left feeling like, my goodness, we needed to have had the recording going right then. So I know we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, Thanks. I'm curious, though. How did the whole position of chief wisdom officer come to be? It's, it's, it's certainly an unusual thing. And the existence of such a position really does speak volumes to your company culture.
1: Yeah, thank you. So the first thing is, I will say that I didn't uh, give myself my title. <laughs> so I want to be really clear. <laughs> okay. um, this was a title that actually was created about 20 years ago. And so wow. the title came along with this idea that we had in the beginnings of DaVita, and, uh, and that was that, you know, could we, Could we create a really, really special environment, a place Mm -hmm. that felt completely different than most companies would feel? And Mm -hmm. I use companies in kind of quotes because Mm -hmm. we often refer to ourselves as not as a company, but more as a community. Mm -hmm. And so we just thought early on and and this started with Kent Theory, our original uh, founding mayor of our community. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kent, among a few other leaders, said, you know, we've got to name this something and this group, something that. Uh, that illustrates that we want to raise the collective wisdom of everybody in this place that we're trying to create the Mm -hmm. village. Um, So call it self-awareness, call it uh, just, you know, helping people figure out who they are.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, And if you look up all the words for that in the dictionary, the one word that really popped for Kent and a bunch of other leaders was this idea of wisdom. How do we raise the collective wisdom of the human beings that we encounter and then ultimately go off and do great things for yeah. their life. And so uh, that's where this idea of wisdom came along. And we needed a chief of that. And there was an original <laughs> chief wisdom officer named Yoda. Uh, mm, and so course. Yoda started it all. And, <laughs> uh-huh. and then uh, I'm now the third in a, in a line. Wow. So
0: you have quite a lineage. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: a lot to look up to, you know, and and a lot to follow. Yes. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I, 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 I'm still stunned, really, when I hear that it exists and, um, and where that came from. I'm really even more so now, uh, intrigued because you did tell me before about that idea of raising the collective consciousness and awareness of, of the whole community. And and now I'm interested though, in what that really means to you personally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so to me personally, when I first discovered this, I came in about four or five years after this started, mm-hmm. uh, the journey started for DeVita. And I was, uh, prior to this in, in companies, uh, tech companies, banking. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I'll tell you what first, uh, struck me was the idea of, um, I think the world's a better place when people know what they believe about mm-hmm. the world that mm-hmm. they live in, what they believe about themselves. Um, and and for me personally, what I loved when I, when I met uh, the world of Devita and the world of wisdom was they allowed me to talk about stuff um, mm-hmm. to, to my fellow uh, leaders and teach the stuff that to me is uh, what I think consciousness or all this wisdom stuff is all about, which is if I understand my beliefs that help me and move me forward in my life, mm-hmm. I'm going to be better off. I'm going to yeah. find, you know, my life purpose. And. And if I'm I'm really aware of those self-limiting beliefs at Mm -hmm, the same time, mm -hmm. um, the same thing will happen. I'll be able to uh, grapple with those and figure out what's been holding me back. Um, But but what I think I really believe about it and what I love about it is you've got to talk about beliefs. You can't just talk about behaviors or Mm -hmm. what life is like on the job. You've got to back up and you've got to go and start with who am I? Mm -hmm. um, Why am I here? What's been holding me back? What do I believe about myself and others that's working for me? And what do I believe about myself and others that isn't working for me? Mm -hmm. And, And I think what's beautiful about this is that companies can be a force for helping people get there. And I think a lot of companies are afraid to go there.
0: Um, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I've worked with so many different companies and I know that to be true. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I want to I put that on a peg because I definitely want to come back and explore that more deeply sure. about what companies can really do. Um, but but coming back to that whole idea of personal development and the way in which personal development is the kind of foundation for professional development, I, I'd say most certainly. Mm. What about you, you talked about limiting beliefs and, and how they might be getting in the way. But what about the other side? Do you have a way of of focusing on the beliefs that are possible? You know, yeah. What is possible?
1: Yeah. So we do uh, we do a lot of activities in our development programs uh, to help yeah. leaders to, to help our teammates. And we mm-hmm. have instead of we don't. We use the word employees or staff here. We use mm-hmm. the word teammates and it just reminds us uh, all the time that we're all teammates. Doesn't matter what your title is or anything else. We're mm-hmm. part of the same team at up So, um, so when we have teammates come into our programs. One of the foundational things we always do is try to get them to understand what their core strengths are. Um, you know, what are my natural areas that I, I thrive in, right? Mm-hmm. What are the mm-hmm. environments that I thrive in, whether it's at home or at work? Um, what situations do I thrive in? What do I get called to do a lot? Um, what do I believe I'm here to do on this Uh earth to do? So we let them, you know, we don't do, it's not a religious thing. It's more a spiritual thing of Mm -hmm. just, um, what makes you feel powerful? Those types of conversations and questions, um, and so, so we're not about a quote unquote, a personality or a, yeah. you know, a specific you- style. It's not exactly. a model. Exactly. It's a, who am I? How do, how do I show up in a room
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and what, you know, how do I impact everybody around me in mm-hmm. in that room? And then we play off of that right now. It's okay. So you're naturally a person that walks in and kind of moves stuff forward every time you walk into <laughs> yes. a room. How do we, how do we take that and and move you forward as a leader in your life? because you have that natural instinct to do those types of things. So, so we help people understand what those instincts are, what those spiritual connections are, Mm -hmm, what those, mm -hmm. um, what those strengths are, what those beliefs are about who they are and what, what value they bring to the world Mm -hmm. and others. Um, And, and it's, it's quite fun. People are very excited to talk about that. It it does not take much coaxing to give people that energy
0: to talk about what they love and what they're good at. I used to be a psychotherapist and, and as part of that, you're sort of focused more naturally on, you know, kind of what's not working and, you know, what do you need to change? What do you need to fix? And I, I finally had to leave that that work because that's not who I was. Yeah. And I was so much more interested. I am so much more interested in, in what our potential is.
1: Yeah, ex- exactly. Exactly. It's, um, we, we have a little bit of a saying that we throw around once in a while and it is, uh, figure out what you're really good at and mm-hmm. do that a lot. <laughs> figure out what you're not good at and give that to somebody else to do
0: yes, a yes. lot. And from a working, um, uh, arena, That's beautiful. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's such a
1: logical thing. And what you said is right on. You know, if I have, uh, if I go and do a talk Mm -hmm. and there are 50 comments and I read through every one of the 50 comments. The one that I remember when I go to bed at night is the one <laughs> that the person said, I didn't think Dave was that great. <laughs> right. And the rest, and the rest of them can be off the charts. Amazing. But we focus on that negative stuff. Yes. We focus on the limiting stuff. And it's, you know, there's nothing wrong with identifying. There's nothing wrong with improving ourselves, but we can't, we can't let that get in the way of focusing on, you know, who am I? What am I good at? Yeah. And where do I thrive?
0: And that's. And part of, at least one way I have of thinking about that in my world is that, you know, our personalities are fine. You know, they're just fine. They're who we are. They're they're how we express in the world. And then it's, what's our connection to that bigger picture, to that creative intelligence? Right. And how do, how do we connect with that? And how do we live that in our life so that we really make a difference? Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, that's right on. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's just not a natural place for us to play I think we we typically walk right, around the world a little bit in protection mode Absolutely. Um, you know and to allow people to kind of drop the protection and drop the gloves mm-hmm. that's a vulnerable place to be and Um, I think what I find is when I have conversations around strengths to people and and Mm -hmm. give them, you know, an appreciation or gratitude and Mm -hmm. tell them what they're great at. Mm -hmm. I see the same defense mechanisms, as you know, as a former psychotherapist, Mm -hmm. right? It's we all go right into defense mode of, oh, my gosh, I feel so vulnerable right now. He's complimenting me. Um, but to but to get our teammates comfortable with dropping the, the protection and just yeah. saying, isn't it great that you're oh, great? <laughs> you know, isn't yeah. it beautiful that you're How beautiful? Do see
0: that right? And that's right. that's uh, a really big one right away for for everybody. I think for all of us, it's a natural human response to want to say, whoops, wait a minute, nope, it's that's not me. You yeah, got me wrong. <laughs> exactly. Hey, well, who do I have to live up to?
1: Right, right, right. <laughs> now what? Now what? Pressure expectations are on <laughs> me if I'm so great. Right. That's a great way to put yeah, it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, because you focus on both personal and professional development for your team members, mm-hmm. what does that look like? How does that, how does that come together? Because it is difficult to be vulnerable no matter where you are, but certainly in the workplace. How do you deal with that, that issue that naturally comes up where, where people are saying, well, I can't get... Vulnerable in my workplace, I can't let down because if I do, then somebody's going to, you know, think I'm there's something wrong with me. Yeah, I'll yeah. be seen as less than. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I'll start by saying it's hard, mm-hmm. and it takes it, it takes practice uh, for our leaders. And it's something that we have to cover over and over and over again. Uh, I've got a lot of leaders that I've worked with through the years and our faculty works with a lot of leaders who some of them jump right into it. No problem. This is great. I finally have the freedom to be me and they go off and do it. Mm -hmm. A lot of leaders who um, were kind of, you know, raised as leaders in the, in the pretty typical corporate environment. Mm-hmm. I was one of them
2: mm-hmm.
1: where, uh, it took me probably two years mm-hmm. to get to the point where I felt comfortable enough to step in front of my team and tell them something I screwed up in my yeah. life or at home or as a leader,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and be able to recover from that and not feel like, Oh my gosh, if I admit this, then. Yeah. I've, I've failed. Mm -hmm, mm Um, and so, so I'd say, you know, your question of how to, how to get leaders to do it. I think for me, it comes from, um, practice and repetition Mm -hmm. and them having a few experiences where they kind of dip their toe in Mm -hmm. and take a crack at it. We give them very specific help and and now you're going to go do this and just try it. Mm -hmm, And, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, we want you to think about what's the worst that can happen. What's the best that can yeah. happen and just be ready to try it and go out there and try it. And then come back to us and tell us how it went. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause a lot, I think a lot of times it's, it's those small little steps that a leader says, okay, it's so funny how afraid I was. And half my team said, thank you. The other half said, well, no, duh. You know I mean? <laughs> I mean, we think it's this big, big I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna come out and tell everybody that this is, this is the way I am in my personal life. And and half of them are kind of saying, yeah, Well, we've been, yeah, we've been seeing this. So, so, you know, 95% of the time, 99% of the time leaders come back and say, my gosh, it was, that that was, was that was great. It was easy. It was Mm -hmm. really not as hard, you know, just getting started was hard, but once I got going, I, it was really fun and cool. And it just creates these different levels of conversation. Yeah, And I would say the other thing is, you know, the idea of role models, we see role mm-hmm. models as everything
0: here. That's what you I know? was just thinking about and yeah. I want to ask you about. Perfect. Oh, good. Okay. Well, <laughs> I can, I can pause and you <laughs> no, can ask no, no, or no, just roll with going it. Going right
1: okay. Ahead. Yeah. We, um, what we learned a long time ago was we can teach till we're blue in the face. Mm-hmm. It's teaching is one thing, presenting people with the activity and the doing the work and they'll journal and they'll share and they'll do all of these things until somebody has the guts to role model it and, mm-hmm. and be really authentic and vulnerable in a room. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, that's what opens up everybody else. Yeah, of course. And it's beautiful because they come back and they say, my gosh, not only did my team accept what I said and I got vulnerable and told them where I screwed up, they said, yeah, we know, we saw it. Thank you for being, being vulnerable. And if you don't mind, could we tell you some things we've screwed up uh, lately. So
0: yeah. now
1: creates this, okay, if my leader is willing to do it, mm-hmm. I'm willing to do it. Mm-hmm. And it just creates that vulnerability across the organization. Yes. So, so we always look at role modeling and try to create, I think one of our fundamental jobs in the wisdom team is to create role models in order to create the conversation, which creates the environment.
0: Exactly. That's, that's a, that's beautifully said. And I'm thinking about the whole idea of role models and, Really, it's not just about like where you screwed up. It's also about just who you are, like in your heart of hearts, the willingness to say, ah, this is the thing that's most meaningful to me. Mm -hmm. That's difficult for a lot of people and especially in a work environment.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Back to the um, kind of the previous conversation we were having. I, Mm -hmm. I think so much of it is. Um, allow, you know, asking a leader when we do for, I'll give you an example, an activity that we do around core strengths. And we ask the leader to then go back home and talk to a team and present to their team what they love, what they're about. Um, the best moments in their life, um, and, and just literally sharing their beliefs about who they are and what they bring to the world, right? This, these, this is who I am as a gift to the world. Mm -hmm. It is, it is so much harder to get a leader to go back and share that than it is to go back and and share the mistakes or share the vulnerability on the, on the correction side than it is. And it, and it's, it's truly that feeling of I'm bragging. You know, well, I don't want Absolutely, to come across. What, yes. and, or what if they don't care? Uh, you know, or they or,
0: judge me for it, or they judge know? me right. This is my superpower. Well, well, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is that important? That sounds kind of silly.
1: Right. 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 <laughs> or geez, you say you're about that, but I saw three <laughs> three operating you know, three times last year where you weren't that way. Right. So also having them um, not just talk about, look, this is who I dream of being. Right. This hmm. is when I show up. I hope, for example, for my team, I've told my team I want to be a, a bright and playful gift. If I'm not that. And I know yeah. I'm not that sometimes, you know, I want my team to call me on it. If I'm not being bright and playful and, and, uh, authentic and and personable mm-hmm. with my team, um, it, it's hard to say that because if I say that, then I feel like the expectation is going to go way up. Ah, like, where's the playful guy? Where's right, the bright guy? Right. That wasn't bright. And that sometimes was, sometimes you can't be exactly, or, you're exactly. Just not. or I just, yeah. Or just, you know, one of those situations or days where I'm just not that. Mm-hmm. And so, what I've had to personally learn through this whole process is, yeah, the more um, real I can be, and the more I can put it out there. First of all, the more I have to live into it, it creates Mm -hmm. an accountability for myself. Yeah, Um, but also it also creates this this. effect of me feeling more and more comfortable with, it doesn't mean that I have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. It just means that I have to announce and declare what I'm trying to live into so people can support me in getting there.
0: Absolutely. And And, and I'm sure that that um, rolls down through your teams. Yeah, for sure. For Uh sure.
1: Um, Again, back to the role modeling.
0: If Mm -hmm. if I'm
1: that, then I'll, I have a way better shot at my team coming to me and saying, well, you know what, this is, this is what I'm trying to create in my team. And Sometimes I am, and sometimes I'm not. So, can you help me with it? Yeah. Um, and so, just even creating that intentionality and in that conversation is a beautiful thing.
0: So, let me ask you this: How would you define leadership in, at this point in your career and in your life? I, I'm sure that that has morphed many times over. But how would you define that now?
1: Yeah. Today, now I would define it as um, a, a, a leadership is is being a person that um, that my team wants to follow because they care about me and they trust me. Mm. Um, that's how I define it in a nutshell. Wow. If my team doesn't care about me as a, as a person and uh-huh. I'm not talking about as a leader right. or, a, or a teammate or a, you know, chief wisdom officer, right? Mm-hmm. Forget all that other stuff. Um, if I'm not a person that people want to be around, that people truly trust as I, I have good intent for them and they have good intent for mm-hmm. me, and as well, they just honestly care about me. They, that means they care about not just my uh, my success in leading the team, but they care about me as a human being. Then I think I'm doing doing the right things as a leader.
0: Think about for a moment. I'm just, and I want to speak to the listening audience about this. If I, as I listen to what you just said, when I think about people, my team, um, whatever way that that can look, caring about me. It's not in an enmeshed kind of way. It's in a, wow, we feel cared about. So, of course, we also in turn feel cared about. Feel uh, caring of you, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and that's exactly. a very big thing. That's a very big statement, yes. and we see leaders every day. If we just would probably don't have to look very far in our lives, where that's just not what's showing up, yeah, yeah. And so the caring isn't showing up, and that's what rolls down the the line. And those are some of the things that we're most troubled by, I think, in our in our everyday life and in our bigger social um, social scheme,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny how, um, this shows up everywhere Mm -hmm. in our lives. You know, I I think a lot of times we talk about leadership and everybody immediately thinks, oh, my job, Mm -hmm. you know, my work, who am I as a leader? Um, to me, this stuff, it is personal. You know, the Mm -hmm. whole reason wisdom is set up as a, as a human, uh, organization or a human department, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um, is this very idea of, if you think about what I just described as what, And it was a great question, by the way. I -hmm. I haven't been asked that in a really long time. So (laughs) that was cool to have to answer that off the cuff of what is it Mm -hmm. that I see myself if I'm going to be successful as a leader. But then I do always equate that to that's life. I mean, that's, that's, Mm -hmm. um, strong relationships in my family. Mm -hmm. You know, what would I want from a relationship with my, with my wife? Mm -hmm. I would want her to really truly trust me and honestly care about me and vice versa. Mm -hmm. I want to, follow her in yes, her life, right? Yes. And, and she and I are kind of growing and growing together as, as partners. And as I watch her kind of lead and grow, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to follow her in a way that, right, the same mm-hmm. elements. Mm-hmm. My kids, uh, as my kids are growing up and getting older, I think geez, what do I want out of those relationships? And well, same idea, right? Yes. Trusting, caring, loving, yes, yes. Um, using those types of words. So and it, it being really able is. to
0: see for them the best of who they are. Exactly. You know, if they can't see it, we can see it for them. We can hold that picture for them. Exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so it's kind of a cool thing that, oh, okay. So there's yeah. nothing really new to learn here. It's, <laughs> it's, it's human relationships yeah. kind of one-on-one. So yeah. I, I really do see leadership as it is uh, a relationship. It's, that's mm-hmm. all it is, It's just another relationship that I want to be healthy and authentic mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. life. Uh, so,
0: so then how, how do you, how have you seen that translate, um, into the way the, and I'm gonna use this word and re- realizing it's probably not a word that you use around here much, but in the way that the corporation runs.
1: Yeah, um, I don't think you get much done if you don't have those elements mm-hmm. in the relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can focus on metrics, we can focus on, uh, you know, um, clinical results, business results, we can, we can focus on all that type of stuff. Um, and if you don't have trusting, caring relationships, you know, it's just so much harder yeah. to me. It's either, it's going to be way harder uh, or it's going to be short term. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be, you're going to get a ton of compliance. You're not going to get a whole lot of commitment. Yeah. Uh,
0: and you don't have any creativity. You don't have any innovation, right. you know, and that's what I'm right. working with innovators a lot right now. And actually I'm creating a whole thing about the different kinds of innovators. So I'm really excited oh, interesting. about that. Yeah. And if you don't have, but I'm thinking about that. If you don't have those relationships, if you don't have that connection with yourself, if you don't have that, you can't have it with another. If you don't have it with another, you can't create that kind of environment where where true innovation can happen.
1: Yeah. I mean, you think about, uh, there's a there was an experiment a long time ago, and I'll, I'll never get to where I found this because I can't remember, <laughs> okay. but uh, but it was something like, that. It, uh, it was an experiment where they put kids in a playground mm-hmm. um, and they, they didn't put any boundaries around the playground. It was just, you know, woods on one side and a big long field on the wow. other, and the kids all ran to the center of that playground Mm -hmm. where the balls and things were Mm -hmm. uh, and they just stayed right around the center because they were afraid to you know what's the boundary what how far can i go can i head into the woods can i (laughs) go out of the field and so then they took the a similar group of kids and they put them in a very clearly you know bound playground which was way big fences but way out and the kids used the entire playground uh, you know, and kind of the results of their their experiment were essentially: kids have to feel safe; they have to feel like they know what's okay and know mm-hmm. what's not okay. And and so taking that to leadership, if I don't have a safe, you know, place for people to play and a trusting relationship with mm-hmm. my team,
2: mm-hmm.
1: they're, they're not going to show up. They're not going to show up big. They're not going to know Ooh. what's safe and what's not safe. Right. So they're not going to innovate or experiment at all because they're thinking, well, if I come up with this idea, Dave may say it's stupid. And, <laughs> and I want you them to know. There. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, 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 you know, not to put boundaries on people, the point of this, but, but to say, people need to know that they're safe and Mm -hmm. that they're, that I do trust. I have a trusting Mm -hmm. relationship with them and a caring, truly caring, loving relationship Mm -hmm. with them. Then it's amazing what people show up and do. Yeah,
0: And that safety is such an important thing. Um, I've been focusing a lot in uh, in conversations with some colleagues around that and how safety and integrity go hand in hand and uh, without that feeling of a container You know, we, we don't want to, like boundaries is different than a container and safety creates the feeling of, okay, I can expand all the way as, as much and as far as I can, because somebody's holding that. Yeah, exactly. And that's for me as part of leadership too.
1: It's it. It's, it's, um, it's creating that container of, I know you care about me. Mm -hmm. I know I care about you. Mm -hmm. Um, We, we both have really good intentions. And so we're going to be there for each other and and each of us are going to screw up. Right. And so that's that. That and, safe and container to, 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 to
0: com- be with each other in that exactly
1: yeah. exactly so that's well said. The container is, yeah. is
0: everything. So how does this impact metrics? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's, I feel odd asking that. It's not a question I ever talk about on Wisdom Talk Radio, certainly. Uh, but uh, it's it's something that people listening might think. Well, all well and good. And if they don't know Davita and how large Davita is, and what a successful company it is, they might be thinking, "Well, yeah, that's fine for you know uh, company X over here, but it's not okay in my company because."
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've never point blank been asked asked for an ROI on something, I, I mean, right? Not, yeah, I'm not so,
0: exactly asking that. I don't ask yeah, for numbers, but more yeah, of a, yeah. just for you to speak to that.
1: Yeah, we've we've actually played around though with um, what we call the Davita way. The Davita way is the name of our culture mm-hmm. and so um, what we did was we named it a long time ago we created a definition for it which is building this, this idea of building a healthy community mm-hmm. um, and we had been playing for a bunch of years on how do we know where it exists and where it doesn't and so from a from a metrics perspective it's not a question that even though i'm not being asked for roi mm-hmm. it's it's not something that i just kind of push to the side mm-hmm. and say we're just going to keep doing what we're doing right, i mean right. i really you know, want to know yeah I, I want to know that it is making an impact on mm-hmm. people's lives mm-hmm. So, um, how we've been measuring it? If we've been we recently we tried this about two years ago, and we've been measuring it. And then I've been literally making phone calls to find out is the data correct? Mm-hmm. But we can now measure whether we whether the Davida way mm-hmm. is alive. That uh, to what degree teammates in it could be uh, one of our facilities, our clinics. Mm-hmm. It could be in a an office neighborhood. It could be anywhere in our village.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And what we do is we ask uh, every one of those teammates that answer the engagement survey, we ask them to what degree would they say uh, their manager lives the DeVita way? Uh-huh. To what degree do they feel like they're an environment that has all these aspects we just talked about? Does, mm-hmm. Is it safe? Is it? Uh, do I feel like I belong in this place? Um, do I feel like I truly care about my, my boss and vice versa? And all those mm-hmm. types of questions. And we have been able to directly correlate the fact that engagement, retention, all these other things Mm -hmm. come right along with this healthy environment. I mean, it's just, Ah. you know, you can see where there's a really, where there's great results in a team. Mm -hmm. So is the DeVita way, very alive. Where there's not so good results and where they're struggling, Mm -hmm. uh, the DeVita way is typically not alive. And so what I just would do is just start to call these places where they were struggling and Mm -hmm. say, what can I do to help? Right. I just, I care about you. You're in our village. Uh, It bums me out that it's so it's, it's not healthy there. Mm -hmm. What's going on and what can I do to help? And just having those conversations. On the other side, to to our point of Mm -hmm. don't forget the good stuff uh, is calling the top 20 or 25 in the country and saying, you're unbelievable. You're off yeah. the charts with this, creating this really special so environment that feels so great. Them.
2: Yeah. Yes. Thank you.
1: Yes. And number two, what, how, what would you, what advice would you give your peers? <laughs> Cause you're the role models. Uh-huh. What advice should I give your peers who are struggling? And it's been this beautiful kind of dance back and forth. Wow. So, so we do look at it. And, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. from my perspective, it's really the first time in our history, we've been able to, to really look at this and say, where is it alive? Where is it not? And how mm-hmm. can we help?
0: So, And what kinds of responses do you get back on a typical level from how can you help? Do they, are they able to identify mm, what's not working and how you actually could help?
1: Yeah. I've had some really great advice uh, from our teams. It's been really fun. Can you give Uh, me an example? Sure. Yeah. So much of it is um, it's almost again, back to typical human stuff. So it Mm -hmm. just kind of cracks me up because I always say this isn't rocket (laughs) science, you know, this is pretty straightforward stuff. Um, So one team I called, they said, um, you know, our leader just doesn't lead it. Um, She's not interested in us. She doesn't show that she cares about us. And so therefore none of us really care about each other either. We come in, Uh, it's a job, we go home and, you know, unless she shows us that it's important, we just don't make time for it. So one of them was that simple and it was just, you know, me then figuring out from the chain of command, hey, you know, hey team, how do we help this woman either get it or it's not gonna work because, Mm -hmm. because you know, we kind of believe that it's not one or the other. You can't come in and lead a team uh, and get get results without creating a a, Mm -hmm. a place that's really special Mm -hmm. and, and a container that's really safe. Uh, and so, in some cases, like that one, it was the leader just really needed coaching to say, you know, because her idea was, I've been here forever, you know, and you don't need to tell me how to lead or manage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what we did was talk to her point blank about this is not okay. Yeah. You know, so
0: here's your feedback. Exactly. Exactly. You, feel like you know it that something's not working, Yeah, but
1: it's not working. Yeah. And these people to, are just not yeah. happy, yeah. you know, and is this what you want is to create mm-hmm. a place. And this mm-hmm. is by the way, why you have turnover issues and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so sometimes it's stuff as simple as that. Um, other times it's miss, you know, they're missing a manager. The, the manager has <sighs> been gone for a while. They haven't been able to replace the person. So they're kind of a team out there on their own. We've uh-huh. seen that, mm-hmm. um, other teams just kind of say, they don't know how to do it. They just don't even know what to <sighs> You know, we come in, we're worried about our patients, we're not worried about this stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. What exactly are we supposed to do? And that and that we love because yes. we could say, listen, we have so many great conversational activities and things that you and the team can do. If you just, if you tell me it's important enough to you, we can help you fix it. Great. And those are the dream, you know, those are the dreams. So, and they, and they do, I mean, just uh, out of the, I'll give you an example, out of the 25 bottoms that we talked to about a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. that I talked to directly, 23 out of the 25 or 22 out of the 25 were off the bottom as of six months later. Wow. So it's not like it can't change. You know, we just, we know we can see it immediately that the team just has to say, Oh my gosh, why, why aren't we doing this? You know, why aren't we having more fun or why aren't we having conversations around how much we care about each other? Mm -hmm. And then once they implement some of the stuff, it's really pretty, pretty straightforward fixes.
0: So ROI kind of comes in almost without thinking about it.
1: Yeah. Because we can see the, the sum and then we can kind of assume the rest, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. that, that we know that when the team is happier, they're just Better mm-hmm. things are gonna happen for the mm-hmm. patients, for, for our fellow teams, yeah, all those types of things. That is the
0: return on investment. It
1: is, it really is. And and so, like you said, I'm not gonna ask you for metrics, thanks.
0: Because
1: <laughs> I don't know that I have specific <laughs> right, metrics on right. it. Um, and I do have I do have chunks of metrics that that definitely tell us yeah, this stuff makes yeah. a difference.
0: Great. I'm I'm very excited about that. And uh, I wanna just take it to one more place, which is about, and, and it's really what we were talking about already. How do we bring this whole ethos of conscious awareness to other companies, to other company cultures? How could we, how could we bring that forward and help other companies to bring this in? What's necessary?
1: Yeah. Um, A lot of times when, when companies, CEOs ask me, you know, what do I have to do? To, to get something as intentional as you have.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I usually say, number one, you just have to figure out what your dream is, right? You got to start mm-hmm. with, what do you want? Yes. You know, it's a really, yeah. it seems like a really simple question. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not. It's not. It's
0: really, <laughs> I work with people every day on that. Exactly. Right. What do you want? What do you mm-hmm. want to
1: create here? Right. And so for, for a leader to start, they've got to be able to articulate it mm-hmm. really clearly. Right. It's kind of, um, one of those things where if, if you, if you can describe your dream and speak your dream or Mm -hmm. say, this Mm -hmm. is the mountain I'm going to climb. Now everybody knows where they're going. Right. You know? So the first thing from, from my perspective is you have to be able to articulate it. You know, we, we talk about, we want to be a village, a community. That's what we want it to feel like. We want this to be a place of loving and caring for each other with intense uh, intensity, Mm -hmm. as much as we intensely care for our patients. We've Mm -hmm. defined, this is what we're trying to create. Yes. Now people know, you know, now people know, okay, if, if I want to be part of that, I should stay and and learn how to do it. Yeah. And Um, if
0: I'm applying for a job and I see that and I go, oh, that doesn't make any sense to me. That's crazy. I know I should walk away.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Because then it kind of leads to, okay, when you're speaking the dream as a starting point, now you can get the right people on board, Mm -hmm. right? Because now you know who wants to be part of this and who doesn't. So that's, I think a really important step. And then to me, it's, it's this kind of idea of say and do, after that, this, this is, I think the even harder part. Mm -hmm. And, and that is you have to speak the dream over and over and over again. And you have to talk about it. You have to, you have to um, do some outward signs of what you, how you speak and the language that you use and all that Mm -hmm. type of stuff. But as leaders, you've got to disseminate that out that all of the leaders are now speaking this same dream. Mm -hmm. So now that gets tough Mm -hmm. because now you're, you're trying to get a bunch of role models Mm -hmm. who are going to lead their teams in this. Right. And then, so that's the say part. You've got to speak it over and over and over again. And then there's the do. You know, you've got to put very real time and effort and maybe even money, but Mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't cost that much to create an intentional culture. Uh, But you have to do things that follow what you say is important to you else people are going to say, you know, you're full of crap. Yes, <laughs> you do. know, um, you say that, you say this, yeah, yeah. You say yes. this, but you know, you, when it comes to getting a little bit of money to go out and do a service project and you say that we're, we're a company about the people and about the community, and yet we can't even get money to go do a service project, then that's a bunch of crap. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you've also then got to decide what are the very real ways that you're going to commit, you're going to commit to making that dream come mm-hmm. to life. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where a lot of you know, companies and CEOs fail is it takes, that takes effort, you know, as serious as you are about, um, you know, your, your sales and your marketing and your products and your services and all those types of things that you measure, you have to add this to the list and you have to get as serious about Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. as you are all those other things. So it's got to be one of the pillars. It does. Mm -hmm. And, and, and you've got to be constantly, you and the leadership team have to be asking yourself, what have we done in the past week? that show mm-hmm. that we're serious, shows mm-hmm. our people that we're serious about that dream that we were speaking. You know, what have we done the past month? What have we done? So you've got to be asking yourselves those real questions. And then you've got to be authentic to the team. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to turn around and say, Hey, we failed. um, We failed you in this pillar and mm-hmm. and we're going to do this, you know, next month. And yeah. then and we're then learning, it. we're creating, you know, on the spot. Exactly. Or what ideas do you have team? If we say that we serve the entire community and we want to be that, then what do we have to do to, to get there? You know, you, you all tell me what, what, what else could we be doing? Yeah. Um, so, so creating that groundswell of people saying, this is cool, you know, yeah. I, or this is not just some dream. This is mm-hmm, something we're mm-hmm. actually making a reality by these little steps we're
0: yeah. taking. And you bring up something that's, that's, I've been thinking about, and I'm still not sure what the question is that I have around it, but I, I want to speak it so we can see if that, what the, what it is. Sure. Um, and that's you know, okay. There's leadership on the one hand. We've been talking very much about a top-down model of, of how we create that culture. But I'm thinking about the groundswell that you just mentioned and of the, the bottom up and how, how that could be seated, uh, with it, how we could listen better, how, how we could empower those who, um, those who are the, 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 every person, you know, in, right. in a different kind of way.
1: Yeah. It's a great, it's a great, uh, kind of dilemma and question mm-hmm. because, um, because it does go back to, it takes time to to do that right it's mm-hmm. it's almost easier to speak the dream and say here's the six ways we're gonna do it go go <laughs> and execute leaders, on a team yeah, right. yeah go do it and then then and get the team to do it. Yeah. Um, we do a lot of democratic type of stuff here mm-hmm. uh for example town halls we try to do mm-hmm. town halls we gather teammates and we let them ask anything they want we talk about you know hey here's an update and then hit me with the tough stuff right tell so me you what create
0: you create that safety in the room exactly for the town hall.
1: what's working and what's not working and and how we respond to those questions again back to that is yes. it a is it a safe <laughs> container for me to speak i and say i think we you know we stink at creating it here mm-hmm. um so we have to we have to respond appropriately. And so uh, town halls, we do these things called mini retreats where we'll gather 10 uh, teammates from all over the village. We just bring them together and we we do this kind of a similar thing. We just prep them with questions. Mm-hmm. You know, what's working for you in your in your job and in your life and what's not working? And think about some questions you have for me on how I can help you. Um, And then just sit and have lunch with people and, you know, get their ideas and just Mm -hmm. respond with, we're listening, we're writing everything down. We never promise, you know, we never overpromise and say, Mm -hmm. okay, we're going to fix all these things. Uh, But we do say we're listening, we're writing it down. And then if there's any follow-up, we always follow up. Mm -hmm. So, um, so there's lots of simple ways that you can find out from the people. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not a big survey fan. I think surveys have their place, I think, but get in a room with people and buy pizzas Mm -hmm. and just say, Mm -hmm what's working (laughs) or what's not, or, or, you know, let me repeat my dream Mm -hmm. now. Um, what I, what advice do you have for me? I love saying, what advice do you have for me? Well, if we're talking about being a community and and really caring for each other. What's working and what's right. not? Tell me how to
0: fix yeah. this stuff. And creating food always is a great way f- to do it. <laughs> food is always, yes, always so is a great way I remember way. this really contentious meeting I had to have at Intel. And it was about a fab plant that, that had to go offline and we were doing things anyway. And I said, I'm not even going to get these people to show up unless I provide food. And I did. I exactly. ordered pizza in and exactly. they all came. And suddenly we had a plan by the end of it.
1: Right, right. <laughs> and it's amazing. And it's fun because, um, you know, if you really genuinely... Uh, if you genuinely want people's opinions, Mm -hmm. um, they'll show up. You know, they'll sense it. They can smell your intentions. Mm -hmm. They know if you're really, are you listening or are you just, okay, go ahead and finish your ideas so I can move on and do what I was going to do anyway. You know, they can feel that. So you do have to be genuine in it. Mm -hmm. You know, honestly curious to see what are they going to come up with that I hadn't thought of. Yeah. So it's pretty exciting.
0: So that, that empowers people to be innovators in their own right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It values that. It does. It absolutely does. I love that. I love that. So I. I know that we have a limited time here, and um, if it were up to me, we'd go on for a lot longer. <laughs> it's fun. I love this stuff. I mean, you can tell I love this stuff. I can stuff. tell. I can, and you can tell <laughs> Let's I love do a two-hour podcast. Yeah, really. <laughs> so, no one thing. You, we can do this again. We Perfect. can do part two. But is there anything you feel like you'd like to say in, not in summation, but in almost like a, hey, listeners, this is what I'd love to share with you?
1: Yeah, I think it's... Um, Boy, I think it's uh, that that you whatever organization you're in or that you're leading, mm-hmm. uh, whether you're the, the C- CEO or whether you're um, somebody within an organization, within a department, within an organization. I don't I don't care about or title an or an entrepreneur <laughs> that's kicking off something mm-hmm. um, that you are a leader. Number one, doesn't matter what your title is, that you you know, you're you're great and you have talents and you just have to make sure you're connected with those. Um, and number two, that you can be a real force for good that, that you can impact people's lives. And it does not matter if you're, um, that, that you're in a taco stand making tacos or whether you are, uh, doing healthcare or whether you're manufacturing or it doesn't, to me, it never matters what the company does. Um, you can still impact human beings in a beautiful way, uh, and, and raise the consciousness and wisdom of, of everybody that you touch.
0: Uh. Wow, that, that moves me because it really is. Um, it's such a mission, right? You know? Right. And it's, it's, and it's cool. if everybody took what they do, what they do beautifully, with the kind of of mm, integrity that you carry it. Thank you. That changes. That changes humanity. And I, it's not that we're in such deep trouble. I don't even want to focus in that way. It's right, but it's right. that we're, for us to keep going. Yeah, and to keep yeah. reaching for what is possible for us. You're doing it. And thank I thank you. you.
1: Thank you very much. Well, mm-hmm. I appreciate it. We have, um, I continue to have a lot to learn. So well, I, of course. I I love t- having <laughs> these conversations because I always leave them and take a bunch of notes for myself mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. things I can think about. So thank you, because it's always a learning experience. And and if any listeners have advice for me, I'm also wide uh, open to
0: that. And we will be uh, creating a way for them to be able to, to share that advice or their questions with you.
1: Perfect. Thank Perfect. you. Thank you.
0: And thank you for being with us today at Wisdom Talk Radio. Join us here more regularly for wisdom, discovery, and illumination. And remember, you can find us on your favorite place to listen to podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening today, leave us a review because that helps more people access the wisdom. And for more about optimizing your connection with your own creative intelligence, which indeed is your leadership, your passion, your vision, find me, Laurie Seymour, over at TheBacaJourney.com. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is WisdomTalkRadio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook.